Hello world, and welcome to another episode of Social Justice, the New American Revolution. I am your host for this episode, Jamal, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian and Carlos. It's Brian because his name comes first, Carlos, in case you were wondering. Of course, of course. Alphabetically. I thought, alphabetically. I thought so many other different things I couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't imagine. Uh, and today we have a guest. It's a friend of Brian, and I guess since he's a friend of Brian, he's a friend of ours. Michael, how I'm are you doing well. today? I'm doing well. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? We're good. We're good. And we know you were on the last episode with Brian, so there's no need to dive into any details about who you are unless you feel like talking no, about No, no, not at all. I appreciate the um, opportunity to talk some more and some stuff. Awesome. All right, so let's begin. So, today's been an interesting day. Um... There's been a lot going on in the media, a lot going on in the news. A lot of people are stepping up and speaking. And what am I referring to? Defunding the police. It's uh, It seems to be a real PowerPoint for a lot of people. A lot of people aren't sure how they feel about it. A lot of people are completely against it. A lot of people are completely for it. Uh, so everybody here. Starting with Brian, how do you feel about this uh, conversation? Um, I feel I feel kind of divided because, like you said, I I agree with it, and I feel that it needs to be done and kind of needs to be reformed, um, just as the entirety of the police force, the criminal justice system, everything in one. Um, I think it's all been going mm-hmm. downhill for a, a very long time now, and. Uh, you know, I think it needs to be definitely changed. I don't know if the funding, maybe every police department across the board, are maybe the best scenario. Um, maybe starting mm-hmm. with a couple and seeing what changes they can make and how we can improve would be a good starting factor. So you have some people that are over the top right now and they're like, we need to do this, this, and this right away. And other people are against it and other people are saying, let's wait it out. So. I definitely think there's a lot of mixed topics on it right now, but I am I am divided because I definitely agree that we do need to do something that's on everything. I'm sorry, say that last part again. You completely went out for me. Yeah, you were you were dimming out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. My my headset went silent. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear um, The last part I just said. I, I think that we need to do this to move forward. But my my position is that I am divided um, against both. So I because I, I see why it's needed, and I just think they need to do something to improve it at this point. Whether it's either go little by little or start department by department and see what improvements can be made, but. Uh, it's definitely something you need to start a positive change with the, you know, police in the community. Copy. Okay. Brian, how do you feel? <laughs> Carlos, excuse me, how do you feel wow. about... Um, I go I go last in introductions and now this. <laughs> um... Listen, 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 okay? Listen. I go ahead. <laughs> um... <laughs> I am pretty on one side of this. Um, I don't think 
defunding the police departments uh, is really the way to go. Um, I'm not I'm not in support of it. Um, I think that there are reforms that need to be done, and I have ideas about what those reforms could be. Um, whether it's legislation, you know, from a federal level, whether it's legislation from a state or local, um, I think there needs to be a guideline as to how we are policing in our communities and in our and in the country in general. Um, and I think that we wouldn't even be talking about defunding any police department had this recent circumstance had happened. I don't think that defunding, I think people are throwing it out there. And I think that there are people who don't have a plan. And if you're going to do that, well, I feel it's going to create uh, a trickle down effect or open up Pandora's box where, you know, perhaps people are not even going to be attracted to Oh no, that was that was a <laughs> that was this happened last time. Poor Carlos, yeah. man, can't catch a break. Yeah, what happened? The Carlos just lagged out. I don't know. Hmm. Let me send. We can we can always edit it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. You do all the work here. You should... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And your wife is giving us very knowledgeable <clears throat> information right now. I know. I see that. I was actually reading it while Carlos <laughs> was talking. It's it's good information because the the, the um, let's see. Did Carlos just text me? He said. One second. Sorry, someone. Oh, okay. Someone called him and they kicked him out. All right. Well, that's good to know. He didn't. Okay. I'm sorry about that. I got a phone call that kicked me off. <laughs> um, can everyone hear me? That happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, just and everyone just before you continue, everyone just continue to speak. Uh, try to speak as clearly as you can into your microphone. Okay. I've noticed with the last one I did that when anyone stepped, like, moved the microphones away from their mouth, it was really hard to hear them. And I don't know if it's my Wi-Fi or if it's the Anchor Network. I have no idea. But uh, I can tell you that we just need to make sure we stay close. Okay? Okay. All right, Carlos. Yeah, so um, to continue with that, I just feel like there has to be more to it than just, okay, we have this outrage now. So let's just start calling for defunding police departments across the country. I don't think that's going to make the job that much more attractive. I feel like a lot of police officers are under a lot of pressure as it is. Um, I'm hearing things that, I mean, we can get into later on that uh, certain, you know, even institutions like some schools in Massachusetts are doing when it comes to, you know, taking it even a step further. So I feel that um, I'm, I'm against it. I think we need a better, better plan, and I just don't feel that defunding it is the plan. So you said you're against defunding the police. Correct. Okay. Now, Michael, how do you feel about that whole I think it's situation? I think it's just an outcry, <clears throat> excuse me, an outcry for help honestly from people unfortunately who have been discriminated and not listened to for how many hundreds of years. 
I think it's such a not far-fetched idea, but it's an idea that comes into your head when you've been systematically put down and everything's put against you and you're just looking to just be an equal person. So I think by that, I think it's a little bit of an extreme idea, but I don't exactly disagree with it, but I don't think that's the end-all be-all. I think instead of um, defunding, you need to have certain situations for these cops to have outs to counseling, uh, customer service training and stuff like that. So I don't think necessarily defunding them is going to help, but I think you need to allocate money towards them, not necessarily in terms of bullets and guns and cars and stuff. I mean, they need to have the equipment that they need to do their job, you know, the right way. But I think there needs to be better sources rather than just completely defunding them. Cause what are you going to have community, um, you know, police and what exactly are they going to be able to do and stuff like that. So, um, and there needs to be a huge change, but I don't know exactly completely defunding them is going to be the answer. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Now I disagree with everybody. (laughs) I'm stopped. So I, fun fact, I really wasn't sure what that meant until earlier today. Like defunding the police, why would we want to take? Why would we want to take money away from the people that are supposed to be serving and protecting? Mm-hmm. Right? It's a, it's a weird concept. If you if you really think about it, it's a weird concept until you you read more into it and try to understand what it is. So, my wife just sent me a list of uh, images about like what this actually means, and. So the city of L.A., their 54% of their budget goes to the LAPD. Now, that's a huge piece of your budget for the entire city. 54% goes to the cops. I'm not saying the cops are good or bad or anything like that, but that's a yeah. huge budget. Mm-hmm. I can't say that the police make up 54% of the population in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know if you need to live in a specific city to be a police officer mm-hmm. in that city. So I, you know, if they're going to take funding from the the police to put into other programs to help people, not even people that are oppressed or attacked or whatever, just to help people in the city, I can't necessarily say that's a bad idea. If we're not, if the police are still getting paid and they're still getting the tools they need to do the services, then I don't see that as a bad idea. Um, and before today, my my opinion was that sounds like a horrible idea. They need to get paid. They have families to take mm. care of. Because I I also didn't know what it meant. Um, but looking at it this way, that's a that's a really big budget. You know, what about special needs kids? What about traumatize people in general what about people who are going through withdrawal with drugs or whatever or nursing homes or there's a lot of other or schools in general there are a lot of other ways where you can take the money reallocate the money um and still be fair to everyone so what i'll what i'll say about that um just to push back a little bit well why are we taking from the police why don't why aren't we taking from you know, these people like politicians who are making more money than the police. I mean, I know some people who start off, but again, it depends on the city. It depends on the demographics. It depends on the, the increased, decreased risk. I mean, every place is different. But let's just say, for instance, you know, you work in a police department 
and you're starting off as a rookie making 27000 a year. You know, how is defunding and taking away from them going to help? Or the people who've had 20 years experience who are slotted to get a certain amount of a pension or, you know, who has a certain salary rate that, you know, you start defunding, that means you're also going to have to start cutting. You know, and then how is that job going to be attractive? You know, and there's so much more, there's so much need um, in communities. I mean, teachers don't get paid nearly as much as they should. You know, I have a, I have a friend who has a associate who's a teacher who has to go on food stamps because of what's going on. Food stamps, getting $80, $87 a month on top of the food stamps. She can't even pay, to, to, you know, the cost of living. You know, there's so much need, I think, that defunding a much-needed organization, you know, regardless of how much is being whatever, um, is going to really potentially cause a trickle-down effect and un- unintended consequences that I don't think people are going to, people are going to realize. And, it's, and, and if it really trickles down that bad, it may be a little too little too late, you know, for those communities. And I agree with you. There's a lot of need. A hundred percent. But I don't think that the the idea of taking from people or taking from an organization as much money as they may make as an entity, it's a much needed entity. You know, cops have said, hey, listen, we're not only cops. We got to be social workers. We got to be EMTs. We got to do all this stuff. It's a lot of pressure. You know, and then what happens to the cops who need the same resources you're talking about? Therapy and mental health um, mental health treatment or people who fall deep into um, alcoholism or, you know, may turn to substances. Where's those funds going to go to? I just don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good approach. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a very bad consequence if we do that. I, I agree with you on that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. agree. Okay. Yeah. No, and here's why I disagree. <laughs> You're making an extreme blanket statement, right? You're saying that you're, we're going to be taking money from the police's pension or whatever the case is, right? It's a very blanket statement. Who's to say that 19% of the budget is what they need and the rest is all for extra shit that they don't necessarily need? Like, you don't know what the budget looks like for you to make such a blanket statement. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's 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 not a fair argument that you can make without having the numbers in front of you. But if you're not taking um, it from the and, police and from political people, then wouldn't like Carlos said, wouldn't there be no reason to take it from that area if you could take it from let's say the politicians that are making way, way, way more than them and they never say, Oh, well let's give some of our money back? Like if you reallocate it from somewhere else that you wouldn't necessarily, maybe not give them more money, which some police departments I know ask for for the budget and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe if you take it from somewhere else, maybe you wouldn't have to take something from them. So, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me get this straight. So, you're saying the one entity that makes, in most cities, they make the most in the mm-hmm. city. We should take money from another organization that the city manages to make up for other things. So let's let's say this. Let's say teachers they make ten percent of a budget in 
in a specific city? Should we take from them now, even though they make half of what police officers make? Well, I mean, I don't think that it's a matter. I think it's a matter of trying to figure out, you know, how. I mean, the money has to come from somewhere. It's not just going to come from the air. And I mean, unfortunately, these are ne- these are necessary entities. I mean, teaching we need. You know, you need hospitals. Mm-hmm. You need law enforcement. You need EMS personnel. You need a fire department. You need sanitation workers, construction workers. I mean, I think there has to be a balance. And unfortunately, um, when you don't have funds or there's not enough funding coming from other places, you know, things tend to fall through the cracks. I mean, I worked when I was living in Massachusetts, you know, they were closing programs and hospitals left and right, you know, for a variety of reasons. But a lot of it had to do with money. And Massachusetts is one of the highest Mm -hmm. tax states in the in the in the country. And I'm like, you can't afford to pay these people a, a livable wage, you know. But again, I say you have politicians, for instance, and I, I'm very into in politics as an example, not to make this political. You know, when we had the government shut down recently, right? I think it was like 2017, 2018. Hey, guess, guess who was getting paid? The politicians yep. who couldn't keep the government open. And workers who had families and most of the stuff who weren't politicians are quote-unquote essential, they weren't getting paid through that whole, that whole crisis. So why are the people who can't get it right getting paid and getting paid top dollar and have all the benefits and then the worker bees, such as all of us and police officers and nurses and doctors and healthcare workers and teachers and all those folks, you know, they have to suffer. But the problem is like they like the mismanagement of funds, for instance, you know what I'm saying, especially with the city, like that's the biggest problem. Like there's countless things where there's, you know, the accountants and everything else in the city. They're count- like, look at the school district of Philadelphia. They countlessly mismanage their funds. And there's no reason why a teacher should have mm-hmm. to pay for school supplies, like especially coming out and you're working in the city. You're trying to do the best job you can. You're already at a disadvantage because the school district already doesn't have the money. So it's like, what is there to do? My thing is this. There's no reason why a suburban cop should be making more than a city cop. Because these guys up here, honestly, they're waiting for people who are running red lights. I mean, you know, stop signs, red lights, and kids who are getting high and stuff like that. What else are you really doing? There's no reason why a suburban cop should be making $100,000 a year. And then you got cops in the city where people actually need the police force more, I feel, um, you know, and everything else. And they're making a, sh- a shit ton less. And it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. There's no reason why a New Jersey police officer needs to be making more than $100,000 a year. And you got a kid coming into Philly who's a rookie cop who's barely making 45. And if he's lucky, he's making 70. Like, come on. Like, that's where, like, you really have to manage this stuff. And, like, it's too political, I feel. Like, there has to be management of funds better and you need to pay these city people more than the suburban because that's where the crime really is compared to where you know where it's not i agree mm-hmm. so to, to go with your point that's exactly what this, this is about it's not about taking money from right. any one person it's not about hurting anyone if i if if that's what people are saying i'm gonna you can know i'm I'm a hundred percent against it. No, no debate, nothing. I'm against it. But if with certain police forces making more than other police forces, and they're still making so much money, why can't we reallocate funds? Mm-hmm. You know, if if they need counselors, that's fine. Let's get them counselors. But that doesn't mean a teacher shouldn't have the same 
uh, opportunities. And I'm damn sure not going to give just because sorry, I'm not gonna give, but I'm damn sure not going to give more money to the police force who's shown that they can't already handle the money that they're given. Why would you give them more? It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that anyone needs to be hurt, but I'm saying that even beyond even beyond police officers, even beyond police precincts, I think there's a huge problem with cities and how they manage I, funds. I agree. It, it, it is what it is. And if if we're saying take one percent or two percent from a police force to help other help other entities, why wouldn't we? Now, if you're going to say we need to take money from politicians, that's a. I think everyone feels that way. It's you know, good luck trying to get right. that to change, because they make the rules. They're not going to change how much they make. Um, but otherwise, the other the other funds we can reallocate and make sure everyone has a fair shot. You know, everyone's able to make money. Everyone's able to survive. No teacher should have to be on food stamps. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. teachers are training the future you know they literally if you want a shitty future then don't do anything for the teachers that's the best thing you can if you want don't want a bright future then hire shitty mm-hmm. teachers and if you believe that teachers are changing the world but with by the students they're teaching then they deserve yeah. to be paid like it period and that goes for anything public mm-hmm. social workers social workers yep. do a hell of a lot they, a lot of them have to buy their own supplies. A lot of them, I recently found out, really don't make money until they're like four or five years in. I don't know how the hell they survive. A lot of them, from, from what I've seen and what I've heard, a lot of them have to live with parents or, you know, they're, they're supported in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's not fair. Right. They're doing the city's bidding. Why isn't the city paying them better? So you're telling me, like, social workers, let's say they make 5% of the city's budget. We can't take 2%? From the police officers and put it into the social workers, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not a full blanket statement. It's not like we're gonna take the cops are now gonna make two percent and everything else is gonna raise mm-hmm. up by a lot. I don't think that's the case. I think it needs to be fair. And if if you know they're not managing their funds right, something needs to happen. And if cops are out here committing crimes, they shouldn't get more funding. Now that's the second part of this. Whenever, um, from what I was told, whenever a police officer commits a crime, the government throws money at them to help the issue go away or to fix mm-hmm. it or whatever the mm-hmm. case is, instead of reprimanding them. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if we're giving them more money, how can we say that they're they're doing something right. wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how can they be reprimanded? How can they know that there was an injustice happening if they're going to get time off with pay and more money for the, for the um, department yeah. anyway? So it's, we can't, we can't say that um, we shouldn't defund or whatever because there's a lot that goes into it and it needs to be figured yeah, out. For sure. Because I don't, I don't care who you kill. If you're, if you're a police officer and you're out here killing people, I don't care who it is or what they did. You have no business out here killing people and getting time <laughs> off with pay. That that doesn't make sense. If you go and kill a white guy who ran a stoplight, he doesn't. He didn't deserve to die for running the stoplight. I don't care. You're not going to change my mind. Well, I think that brings up. So I feel like there's just too much that goes into it. Jamal or Mike, that. if one of you answer real quick, just because uh, if I'm not clear. 
So by what all of you guys are saying in defunding the police, are they saying, hey, let's take all the funds away from the police, re-get, rehire a new force, retrain every officer across the board, city, states, everything like that? Is that what the main goal is they're trying to do? Or they're saying, let's not give them more money or let's not give them as much money in the budget and take some away because of everything that's going on? I'm taking it as the Carlos got yeah. Left. Oh, Carlos left. What? No, go ahead. Oh no, <clears throat> he got lagged out okay. again. Go ahead. No, I I think you're you're kind of on the right lines, Brian. What I think what people are getting confused with is when they say defunding, you're not gonna not give the police force zero dollars. I think that's what people are are, are associating with defunding. Um, I think what we're all saying uh, from what I'm getting is that. You can allocate money from different areas, whether it be 1%, 2% from the police force, where it's not going to affect their payroll. It's not going to affect their ability to do their job, but they don't need 54% of the city's overall budget. Like um, Jamal was saying, he might only need like, well, I think maybe his example was 19 or 20%. So like they still have their money to still do their job and do everything else. But you can put those resources to better use, and that's what I think we mean by defunding. Like you're taking a little bit away, but you can allocate it in ways where it's going to benefit them and benefit society. Because I see some people saying, "Oh, that should be taken away from all all departments, and we should have, um, you know, citizen police and stuff like that." And I just think these people are jumping to a whole nother level of thinking that citizens should be policing instead of actually having police on like seeing that stuff go around it's just like I, I don't I just don't so I just wanted to make sure I was correctly because some people are using defunding police one way and other people are using how do you see it um, I was taking it as like totally taking away funding and kind of just redoing the whole system I didn't I didn't think of it like that's why like hearing all three of you explain it how you know we're how you and Jamal were saying, you take it from little percent away and move it to other places and stuff like that and not giving them more money if they don't know how to use it properly. And like Jamal said, what was it, L.A., 52%? You said or 54. something? I mean, or, but that's a lot. Here's, here's, the thing, here's the thing about what you're saying as well. It would cost more money to retrain an entire police force mm-hmm. than it would to put programs in place to make sure that they stop messing up or they stop hurting anything. Well, it's a ton of... So I, I can't say that that, was, that would well, be I think it I, I think it's a larger issue about accountability and, and Brian or Brian sent us or sent an article related to, you know, policing in America in terms of training versus around around the world. I mean, there are some police officers who are trained for years before they're able to go out and you see a correlation between the, the, the longer the training of the police, the decrease there is in the numbers of death within the amount of years that, you know, has gone by. I think it was a number that it was like since mm-hmm. 2008, um, America has had over 8,000 deaths that were by the hands of police officers, generally speaking. When you mm-hmm. like Norway or something like that, they had four, four police involved killings since 2008. Wow. So mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. police officers who were being trained for 20 weeks versus officers who were being trained for four, two to four years, 
I think that's a stark difference with the mentality and the way we go about policing in our country. So I think that may be an issue that needs to be addressed. But I also think it boils down to downright accountability. You know, um, and like I said, I mentioned in a podcast uh, previously, you know, when you're working with colleagues who undergoing the same training in certain circumstances, you know, you as an individual in the same field or the same area of expertise has to also speak up as well when you see something that is not wrong. I mean, that's, that's, that's wrong. You know, um, I work in healthcare. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see someone treating a patient that could be either your, your kids or, you know, your significant others or family members, you know, treating someone terribly, well, it's my role as to intervene and to interject myself because those individuals may not be able to defend themselves. And also, you got to kind of protect your colleagues from themselves. People lose, lose composure. We're human beings. When you stand by idly and there's no accountability and there has not been accountability, we're going to continue seeing this over and over again, regardless of how much money mm-hmm. we put in or take out, if the people who are in positions of power or the people that are in a position to do something before something bad happens that can ultimately lead to someone's death, you know, and they're not doing anything, well, then we're going to have the same problem over and over and over again. It doesn't matter how many people get fired. You've got to change the system. You've got to put systems in place where it's a checks and balance. And if people are not able to do it, then they need to get out and find someone who will, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give you one quick example mm-hmm. and I'll pass, pass it back to you guys. Massachusetts state police got caught up in this big overtime scandal. You can look it up where police officers who are getting paid with the taxpayer money were falsifying their time clocks. Okay. Falsifying their time clocks. So they can collect an exorbitant, exorbitant amount of overtime pay. Hmm. Plus, they were they were taking vacation without using their vacation time, or without documenting that they were using their vacation time, and it was just all the scandal and mess. Got out. It was public. Um, police chief of the of the state police found out. People were getting fired. People were getting convicted or pleading guilty. But that's accountability. They, they may have not been having the, a proper oversight, but when this scandal came out, oh, sweet, happened. And that served as a deterrent that, hey, if you're going to be stealing the taxpayer's money for, do, for claiming that you're doing work that you were not doing, not even doing, it wasn't even like they were on the mm-hmm. job, then there needs to be accountability. Yeah. That's how you instill change. They still have the police force. There are people, I'm sure there was retraining and re-education and all that jazz, but I guarantee you if they see that all these troopers were getting caught, I'm sure people are less likely to want to do that when they know the punishment is going to be swift, it's going to be imminent, and it's going to be severe. And that's what happened with these cops. Has to happen across the board, in my opinion. Completely agree. I mean, I don't know how you can... I don't really have an argument for you. You can't. No, no, no. I was just saying, I don't have one either. Like, I think it was really well said. Yeah, I can't even play devil's advocate. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Because because the, the issue is, 
I believe the issue with a lot of the stuff is no one is right. being held accountable. Right. You know, the, a lot, and that that's not even just police officers. I think oh, it's really ignorant not. to think that it's absolutely. just police officers. It's every field. People aren't being held accountable um, for different things. And I think w- when we can start doing that, things will be different. Now, you know, people are going to find ways to make extra money. People are going to find ways to do extra things. You know, I, wrong is wrong. I'm not saying go out and find a way to do something wrong, but when when you do it to the extreme that this happens, a lot of shit has to. And that that, in my opinion, I'm be completely honest, that goes up to the top. Someone has to check, you know, timesheets. Someone has to make sure that people are where they say they are. You know, like if you work for UPS, they're checking where you are and making sure you're doing your deliveries. You know, and I feel like, like, for with the police force, there's none of that. You know, there's, like, you, I don't know how to get the words out that I'm trying to say. Hmm. It, it starts mm-hmm. at the top. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you could have one bad apple, but if it's a, a precinct-wide thing that's going on, it starts at the top. Someone somewhere knows something, and they sh- they need to say. But something. they all just let it go. Like the, that's the thing. Like nobody's nobody, and that's the problem. I feel like exactly. I, okay, so um, I got a I got pulled over one time, cursed that you know, put down all this type of stuff, derogatory names, all that. I went to the commissioner of Upper Moreland's. I went to the police chief, you know, whatever of Upper Moreland. I go to him. I say I want to file a complaint. Mm-hmm. He was like, "You're more than welcome to, but we're not going to do anything about it." And I'm like, "What?" And he was like, we're not going to do anything about it. He's got less than a year left on the force. We all know what he does. He likes being with dogs rather than he be with people. And, you know, he doesn't have much time left. So we're really not even going to look into it. And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, dude, like that fucking sucks. So like, you know, and that, that was in the suburbs. So, I mean, I can only imagine what happens down in the city, unfortunately. So it's like, I don't know. I, I just don't think mm-hmm. like, uh, it's it's tough, man. Like, these guys got to get their shit together, and unfortunately, you need these cops to, to stand out. And you, there was an article the, the other day—I forget what this news source was—but it was like it was a pretty good source. And they were saying the cops who do stand up—they're the ones who get affected. Their careers come to an abrupt end. They're the ones who aren't getting suspended. You know, they're the ones who are being fired and everything else, and pretty much blacklisted again for other departments. So it's like if you do stand up and you do say something wrong, or you do try and put somebody in their place. You're the bad guy. You're so like, how does that even help? You're one hundred percent right, and it actually it actually happened to an associate yep. that I know. Well, I don't personally know, but an associate of mine who was part of the police force was part of that. Um, woman knew, um, got complained about sexual harassment, um, and she was essentially retaliated against. Uh, she wasn't getting she wasn't getting shifts or offered overtime. Um, I mean, essentially, they pushed her out of the job. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, the individual that I knew um, had lied kind of about what was going on. And I later discovered when I read the lawsuit, it was not necessarily filed against him, per se, but it was filed against the department because they didn't do anything about it. They essentially wanted it to go away, like you said. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge problem. I mean, to say to say to you that 
oh, well, we're not going to do anything because he's going to retire and we know that he doesn't like people. We prefer dogs. Why the hell did he become a veterinarian then? Right. Why the hell did he <laughs> believe the, I mean, it's, it's the most stupidest thing. Yeah. You, you're supposed to, when you take an oath, you're supposed to uphold that oath. You know, it's the same thing like when you're a healthcare mm-hmm. worker, a nurse or a doctor. You're not going to do any harm. You're going to live by mm-hmm. morals and ethics. You know, you don't live by those morals and ethics. You don't deserve the job. You don't do your job. You don't deserve to have it. Mm-hmm. It's none of this. It's none of this. Oh, I'm going to retire. It's none of this like looking out for. No, no, no. It's called doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I wish people sometimes would put themselves mm-hmm. in the other person's shoe. What if you, you know, what if that offer, officer, uh, wife or whoever was in that same position and someone treated her like that? How would, yep. how would he feel about it? Yep. You know? Uh, or, right. or how would anyone yep. feel if that if their sister or or their wives were being sexually harassed, you know, and you're just trying to and, and she got blackballed because of the fact that she actually spoke up about it. You know, when it when it when it hits close to home. And I think that's also another problem when it hits people's pockets or it hits too close to home. Then generally people want to empathize and sympathize and poor me and let's whatever. But when it doesn't affect yeah. you, doesn't touch you in any way, people can't put themselves in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I told my friend, I said, mm-hmm. hey, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't know what it's like to be sexually harassed. I don't know what it's like to go through certain circumstances where you, <laughs> you're not believed because of whatever. But I said, I can honestly say that I, I, I sympathize with you. And I can only imagine if that was if that was me. And, you know, let's talk about it and let's do something about it rather than just sweep it under the rug, which I feel a lot of times happens because, hey, let's face it. Not just police officers, but a lot of people in certain fields, they have dirt on everyone. I'm sure there's things that police officers have done that mm-hmm. everyone knows about, but I'm sure everyone else has something on them. And it's like, if I tell, if you tell on me, I'm going to tell on you. Mm-hmm. So people keep their lips shut. I've seen it. I've seen it in healthcare. I've seen it. We, mm-hmm. They fired an entire department, mm-hmm. an entire department. What? Because everyone was doing, it was nasty. It was nasty. Wow. And this was before I was working there. It was, I walked into the, uh, to the seventh circle of hell when this happened. It was, <sighs> it was a disgrace. But I digress. I, I agree with you, Carlos, on that. I mean, people don't put each other in people's shoes enough. You know, like people are just all for themselves sometimes and don't look at, you know, if I was a white man, if I was a black man, if I was a white female, black female, it doesn't matter who you are, just even as a person, let alone people don't say, you know, how what I feel in those shoes. I mean, the the one thing, and this is might be stupid to say because we all know this, but when people steal from other people, it it drives me nuts. There's people out there that rob and steal from other people and steal people's credit cards because if that happened to them, they would be just as good. So it's it crazy to me that we have people in that world that mm-hmm. do that type of stuff. And then if the, the roles are reversed, they would be the same angry way that someone did it to them and, like, you know, kill someone over it or whatever, if they're a violent criminal or whatever the case may be. So um, people don't think about consequences. And they don't think about how they would react in other people's situations. That is a big part of the problem when it comes to all professions. But same thing as a you know, cop not thinking about how a citizen is going to feel if they're treating them a certain way or looking at them a certain way um, and, and just other professions. Mm-hmm. So I 100% agree with that. That's a good issue. 
Yep. I think someone else is going to talk that. Uh, to me, it feels like we're all, yeah. we're all on the same page right. with this. Because <laughs> it just, it's just, just to think about, right? Like, a lot of this is bull, right? Like, a lot of the things that we're talking about and the things that are happening, it's mm-hmm. just BS. Like, a lot of people, people are getting away with fraud and nothing's happening. People are getting away with murder. Well, that, that's a better way to put it. Since people mm-hmm. are getting away with murder and nothing's happening, how can we assume people are going to get away right. with fraud and something's going to happen? You know, why, do you, why are we assuming that someone should be fired because he's an asshole and he's treating people poorly when mm-hmm. other people are killing people and nothing's happening. You know, like, I, I feel like, like, not to sound any sort of way, but it's like, duh, what, what are we expecting to happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, we see the injustice, you know, the human race and, you know, civilians see the injustice. We see police officers abusing the time clock, abusing citizens, killing citizens, you know, being unnecessarily aggressive, not knowing the laws that they're supposed to uphold, enforcing their own laws, giving people a hard time because they're having a bad day. But we're expecting so much from people who aren't going to change anything. Yeah, you keep the same thing and wanting a different result, and it's just not happening. Like, it's just, I I mean, you can, I mean, hell, Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz and a bunch of other predominant athletes, LeBron James and so many others, had to sign a fucking bill so that cops would not have immunity so that if anything were to happen where if they do, you know, abuse their power, if they do kill somebody or something like that, they don't get off scot-free like they have the entire time. The system is protected. The system is there to protect the cops and put everybody else in handcuffs in jail. Why do you think we have privately funded jails that are pro- that make profits? Like the system is designed for us to be in there, especially if you're a minority, unfortunately, you know, because it's just systematically that way. That's where the defunding and everything else to come into play. But I'm also tired of the excuse where cops are people too and everything else. You're not allowed to have a bad day because if you have a bad day, you could put somebody behind jail for 10 years. So um, that's where the, right, exactly. That's why someone they, in the ground. That's why they need to have this defunding and have other programs. I feel that are going to be better equipped for them. But until mental health and other things are taken more seriously, and it's not like challenging your quote unquote manhood, I don't think it's really going to change either. Because these police officers have to be macho. They have to be the tough guys. But that's not how it has to be. I agree. You know, you don't. You, you can you can do such I great agree you can do such great work. Put your ego and your bravado aside. You know what I mean? I mean, Mm -hmm. take, for example, me. I'm entering a field that's dominated by women. I don't feel any less than a man. Why? Because it's something I'm enjoying doing. I'm helping people. And on top of that, like, at the end of the day, whoever's going to criticize me, they're not paying my bills. I really don't give it, you know, you know what. You know what I mean? But it's like Mm -hmm. you're dealing with people's lives, you're dealing with people's lives and some people's lives have been, you know, and again, I don't want it to just be like we're targeting the police because obviously like this is the topic that is very much in the forefront of everyone's minds because of everything that has happened and transpired the last two, three weeks. But in keeping up with the topic, I just feel like 
the most trusted people that you should you should have the most faith in, you can't trust. You know, mm-hmm. I remember growing up, you know, in New York, where when you would see a cop as a kid, you were excited. But little did you know, when you start getting older, you started getting scared. You started worrying whether mm-hmm. or not, you know, that's going to be you. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen it all the time. I've seen people. I've seen people get beat up by the cops because they jumped the turnstile, you know, in the middle of the subway because they jumped the turnstile. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, hey, pay the fine, or I'm just going to give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to arrest them and rough them up. You know, w- w- mm. you can't be if, if you have that much anger and that lack of self control. Become a boxer. Mm-hmm. I'll teach you something. Yeah. I'll teach you some discipline. Do something mm-hmm. constructive, not destructive. Because right now, the actions that had taken place over two weeks ago, look at where we're at on day 17 of protests because of the fact that people got tired. And until cops are accounted are mm-hmm. held accountable, just like anyone else in a position of power, people are going to continue to abuse their power. Because why not? What are you going to do to me? Like you guys said earlier, mm-hmm. hey, if I if I screw up, hey, guess what? I'm gonna get a desk job. I don't. It's like almost a vacation. I get paid, or I get paid with leave. Yep. Oh well, I go on vacation anyway. Mm-hmm. This will drag out so long. I don't have to worry about it. I still collect my pension. I'm still on the force. Most likely, it's gonna go away. This is how people think. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. And it it sounds more yeah, like a yes. benefit to hurt right. somebody than it does. To not, it's because an, I'm, it's getting, an I'm getting time off, bro. I'm just I'm, chilling behind a desk for a couple hours. I don't have to do my 12 hour mm-hmm. shift in the car. Like, no facts. Right. Or, or I get time And, he keeps, time and they keep their sick days and personal for days. For a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And I was, I was, um, I've, I've actually had to like stop following a lot of people on Facebook and here's why. A lot of people are like completely backing police officers fully. They could do no wrong. They they they're perfect in every single way. Everyone's an idiot. You need to respect and ha- you need to care for the police. The police need more funding. Blah blah bullshit. So a lot of people, I didn't even, I didn't even, I, didn't, I opened no conversation. Yeah. It was just like, I'm not wasting my time. Because even if 99% of the police force is good, and there's the 1% that's bad, that's still 1% that needs to be taken care of. And I'm not talking about taking them out with the stick and beating them. I'm talking about retraining, um, repurposing, and if mm-hmm. nothing works, then termination. But to say that the police force is perfect, to say that everybody is wrong, no one needs to protest the police or anything like that, I think well, that's how, crazy. How so, and and real Colin, before you before you say anything, like we got uh, people got pissed off right at Michael Vick for being a part of dog fighting, but they they refused to get mad at police for hurting people. Of, I don't know if it's any race or if it's just black people. I, I don't know their mindset, but you're, people are getting mad at you know people for hurting animals, 
and they give no shit about people hurting mm. people. Damn. So it's it's like, well, are you racist? Are you ignorant? Are you just, you know, like what kind of a person are you to not 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 even fuck injustice? Just just say like this just isn't right. Like no one should die for right. not committing a crime. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole the whole conversation just feels weird and wrong. Like I myself, I could be a pretty heartless person. You do something you shouldn't have been doing and you got fucked mm-hmm. up, well you shouldn't have been doing it. That's my mindset, right? Like, you know, that that's typically how I am. But if if you if Carlos, if you were walking outside and mm-hmm. someone just came and punched you in the face, like that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like you don't know the person. The person's just having a bad day. You're the first person he saw he punched, he just stopped you. That's not right. A police officer killing or harassing someone because they're having a bad day. That's not right. Like, we're allocate. We're talking about keeping, giving police mm-hmm. officers more money for fucking us up. That makes no sense. And exactly. I don't mean us as black people. I mean us as civilians. We're giving them more money to fuck us up. How do we sound? We sound fucking pathetic. Take my mm-hmm. money. You're abusing me. Let me give you more money. That's a fucking abusive relationship. And the fact that people don't because, see that is, is fucked up. Because it's, it's, it's exactly what I, I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's they're abusing us, meaning certain people, you know. But if people, if that's not people's reality, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. I mean, they, they, again, people, people are more... People are generally more concerned about what goes on in their in their reality in their world, and there are people who don't want to see it that way. They want to ignore the issue. You know, I heard people. I heard someone say, "Well, why do I? Why do I have to listen to this? It it, it doesn't even matter to me." You know, because it's not. Mm-hmm. That's oh, such a naive. So statement. many people are like that. It it's is. Crazy. It's 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 so. <clears throat> It's not even funny. So it's important to you only if it happens to you. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it's the same thing like right. when Brian when, when Brian was talking about a couple of podcasts ago where there were people saying all white people should die. I condemn it. I condemn it. Yeah. It's not yeah, that's right. a pretty ignorant statement too. I'm not gonna just say I'm not gonna mm-hmm. it's 100%. absolutely one hundred percent. That's racist. Say, that's racist. I'm not white, so that's not my problem. No, it's wrong. It's not black or white. It's right or wrong. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. It's like if you see someone, mm-hmm. you know, like if you see a woman crying for help in the middle of the street because some dude is trying to assault her, the right thing to do is to, if if, you, if, if the situation calls for it, is to intervene. But what do we do in this society? We just pull out our phones and record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just want to get a, a photo op. You know, if if more of us did the right thing, and if more of us even tried to understand, and not just try to understand because something happened, but we just program ourselves to try to understand why people do certain things, or what what goes on in the person's life, or what are their struggles. You know, I ask I ask a bunch of my friends who are single parents, how do they do what they do with so much responsibilities? I have no kids. I don't have that responsibility of worrying about going to school, going to work, taking care of my kids, making sure they're fed, making sure I have to keep a roof over all of our heads, 
any other problems. I don't have that. But so many people make it look easy. But when you sit down and you talk mm-hmm. to some people, they're like, oh, it's not easy. <laughs> Let me explain. And now I understand, yeah. even though I'm not, a, I'm not a parent, I have a better appreciation mm-hmm. for their situation. Makes me reflect on how I live my life. And it makes me want to help people even more because some people will smile and make it seem like everything's okay. And it's not okay. We got to do a better job. And I think it starts from putting ourselves in those positions. I think it starts from having a conversation. I think it starts from actually being sympathetic and looking at things not in a mirror, but looking at things through a window. If we can do that, maybe we have a chance. Maybe we have a chance. And Carlos, I just want to mention, too, what you said about that person that made that comment. When I had re-talked to them about that, making that statement, they said that their statement was that they were saying that because they feel like more white people should die. So they understand what it feels like for black people to die. And that that comment of more white people dying and you want more of all white people to suffer and die from different things, whatever the case may be, was that that comment was not racist. Because of her skin color. And I think that's so, a um, ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> so that's so so hold on really quick. So that that statement is actually not accurate. Um more white people die by police hands than black people do, but but on, on just a numbers mm-hmm. level. If you're talking about race, black people die at a higher rate than white people mm-hmm. die. But more white people die at the hands of police than black people do. So to make a blanket statement like more of them need to die, that's bullshit. Right. Less people need to die at the hands of the police. In general, period. right. Well, it's like, and if, it and if a white person says that right now, though, I mean, I like I tried to say that to her and say, I don't care what color they are. I said police brutality shouldn't be going to the extremes of people being murdered. And she was just say, well, you have no right to say that you're not black. Oh, I would so love just, to talk to her. It's crazy when you try to voice your opinion. I would like to bring her in. Bring her in. That sounds like I honestly unfriended her because of the messages she was sending me. And at the end, I did say, if you ever want to have an open dialogue conversation, I said, there is a podcast you can join. But I said, I guarantee you everyone's not going to agree with what you have to say because of the way you, you, the way she says it, it's not like a, I want to have a conversation tone. It's more like, I'm right, you're wrong. This is why nothing you can say I will agree with because you're white. And that is something. That's the problem with a lot of how people are doing right now. What'd you say? That's the problem with what's happening in America right now. Everybody needs to be right or they're going to fight about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No one's willing to sit down and have a conversation. Right. No one's willing to see things from another person's point Except of view. Them. Right? <laughs> right. So, like, um, I've been watch- I've, um I'm not going to put anyone on blast, but there's someone who I recently added as a friend on mm-hmm. Facebook. And this person, th- their group is all mm-hmm. Trump supporters. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being a Trump supporter. There's nothing wrong with it. There, there's, exactly. I want to make it clear that you can believe in whoever you want. It's no one's business. No one can tell you that you can or cannot believe in something. The issue I was having was a lot of what they were saying. You know, it's like really blanket ignorant statements. 
And it's like, well, what do you expect from a Trump supporter? No, that's not what you expect from a Trump supporter. You expect people to believe in someone who has morals or whatever. That's a story for another day. Sorry, kind of a tangent. But it's like, you know, people dying is mm-hmm. wrong. You know, calling anyone or any group of people anything other than what they are is wrong. Calling white people whatever crackers or mm-hmm. black people monkeys or whatever. There's no need for it. There's no point of that. Like, people... Exactly. People aren't realizing that the only way that we get to move forward is together, right? Like, being against each other and at each other's throats, that doesn't help anything. You know, like, someone still died... The person who killed him is still getting mm-hmm. funding. You know, well, not not this case. But, you know, normally someone died. The person is still being, the police force is still getting extra right. funding. You know, the, the world still continues. It's like, so what we need, do you, we need to kill off someone in your family before you're outraged that the police are hurting people? Not even white people or black people. Do you need someone in your family to die before you give a shit? Do you need your son or your daughter to be outside and get attacked by someone for you to believe that we need to make change? Do you believe your special, your child who doesn't have special needs? Oh, damn. Do you, your child who doesn't have special needs should be, should get more services than a child who needs special needs? Like, why? We need to figure this all out. And but we need strong we leadership, too, and we don't have that. I mean, we have somebody right now who – and I'm not going on a tangent of political. This Agreed. is something completely different. But it's just in the terms of he didn't even say anything to George, George Floyd's family in regards of, like, you know – I mean, I'm sure he said something, but he didn't do something in return in, of a true leader. Like, not true leader, but I can't say that, but Biden's leadership style of going to the family, addressing them during this hardship and, like, being there for them rather than saying, like if you kneel for the national anthem mm-hmm. like you're wrong like they still can't do that and it's like dude now you're just being naive like we need true leadership who sees everybody as one and genuinely wants to fix this shit and not continue the avenue that we're going down because obviously it's not working like leadership lacks and i i said this to brian last night i think the I police commissioner of philadelphia is doing a kick-ass job right now with the best that with everything she's given i think she's like doing a tremendous job and we need more true leadership like that because you're not seeing it from the mayor you know so it's like we just need more of it and it's just a shame in a time like this we don't have it and look at the way uh even obama released uh statements and stuff like that i mean like I mean, yeah, he was the past president, but just hearing stuff come from him in certain situations and times of crisis is way more comforting than our own president right now. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I like Obama. It's just the fact that the way he presents himself and the way he words things and he actually cares or you can hear the, you know, the compassion, the empathy in his voice where with our current yeah. president, you never hear that. You, you just don't. It's all it's all written for him and nothing's off the cusp unless he tweets something that he feels he doesn't, you know, he makes up in his head. But all the stuff that he delivers about all these crises and things go on in the world, most of them are just written for him. And I know a lot of presidents have suffered. But uh, a lot of presidents say it from, you know, their heart and go off what's in their brain and he just doesn't seem like he has the ability to do that and bring the country together. That is 
You know, something that people aren't realizing about our current exactly. president, that man is and accomplished. He doesn't give a fuck. He's going to do and say whatever he's going to say. There's nothing that you could possibly mm-hmm. do other than go for his pocket that's going to make mm-hmm. him mad. There's nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do or say to get mm-hmm. to him. He's accomplished. He has ab- This man is 70-something years old. He has absolutely nothing to lose. It doesn't matter. Like, everybody's complaining about him. What the fuck for? Literally, there's no point. He gives no shits. He's still getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a good president at all. There are many cases that show why he's not. But I'm at a point where we have, what, six more months? Hopefully, six more months and then he's out of here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know hope. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we hope. But he's he's old. He's accomplished. Um, he doesn't need our approval. He doesn't need mm-hmm. shit. He needs his cult following, and he's mm-hmm. gonna do whatever it is he wants mm-hmm. to do. And that's what it comes down to. So if if there's there's nothing we can do about this guy, and especially if the majority yeah. of America but, wants him to be president. And I know, I know, which my, is which is scary uh, as well. I know, Mike. Or- um, Carlos, we can jump in. I just wanted to say real quick, Jamal, from an earlier point, whether it's funny or real or not, the the comment you made about dogs and people being mad about Michael Vick, it is insane how in mm-hmm. America how many people will pick dogs and death of dogs for everything. Don't get me wrong, I love dogs. I don't want dogs to die. But I just want to say that America mm-hmm. loves dogs and they like you, you were totally right with that comment that they would not some people would not bat an eye as much as when they see someone a person die for some reason on on TV, but they see a dog mm-hmm. get murdered or abused or all these different things, and they're like heart goes out to it, and they're like enraged, and you know I get all these animal cruelty and things, but they have a right to be angry. I get it, but I mm-hmm. what feel a person's life is more valuable than the animal's life, and that's just the truth. Fact, and not everyone will agree with that. I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, Obviously, we don't want an animal or a person to die, but you know, I think a human's life is more important than a type of pet or animal across the board. So, but that's just America. But when it comes to dogs, they are very, very sensitive about dogs being abused. And so, I just thought about that earlier. Yeah, and I, I don't, I wouldn't say I necessarily disagree with you, but I mean, I, I, I also wouldn't say I. My my thing is, if we could avoid having people being abused and animals <laughs> being abused, then let's right. do it. Right. <laughs> like, no one or nothing needs to be abused. At the end of the day, no one needs to be out abusing dogs. At the end of the day, Mike Vick had no business being out there playing right. dogs. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying what he did was right in no way. He regard. also grew up that way, unfortunately. That's true. And, and you know, I don't know all the details. I don't know if he was the ringleader. I don't know if he, or if he was just a lackey. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't personally know. He had no business mm-hmm. being there. Right. Especially with his star status, he had no business being there. Right? No one has any business doing that shit. That shit is wrong. No, no dog shouldn't fight for sport. I mean, people really shouldn't, but it's human nature, I guess, so it's okay. You know, I guess that's how you, if you want to look at boxing or MMA or whatever, it's I don't see people you know, getting about cockfighting. Dogs don't really have a decision <laughs> in doing that. But Cock at fighting. the same token, 
Well, <laughs> uh, two hundred on the black, two hundred on the red one. Uh, um, but I just feel like, like, if you're gonna be mad at something like a wife being mm-hmm. abused in any way, let's keep that across mm-hmm. the board. Like, we we can't say that a dog's life is more important than a person's life, a taxpayer. You know, he's not ducking out. He's paying his taxes just like everybody mm-hmm. else. Uh, anyone who's an adult that was killed by anyone or the police or anyone for that fact. You know, like, these are taxpayers. These are people. They, I, they contribute to the world. Dogs contribute to your life. And I guess, you know, they make your life better. But if you're right. just an asshole, yeah. you're going to be an asshole, whether you have a dog right. or not. But you know what I'm saying? That was such a powerful thing you said though earlier. Like, you know, people really just just don't give a shit. Like, you know, they care more about the dog. And I was like, that that really hit me when you said that earlier. Like, I'm still kind of taken back by that statement though, but it just seems really true, unfortunately. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut the other person off. Oh, it's Carlos. Um, I always go for it. No, no, no. That's all I just wanted to say. It was like that. That really just hit home because I saw a meme earlier today where it was it was a cop literally standing on a dog the way that he was standing over George Floyd. Now, it wasn't over the, the, it wasn't the same cop, obviously, you know, um, but it, I was like, whoa. And then the, the caption on it was, mm-hmm. I guess white people will finally see that this hits home for them now or something like that, where it was like, you know, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, I guess more unfortunately, yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. white people who can't put themselves in that situation, unfortunately, they can if a dog is there, but they can't if another person of, you know, another ethnicity is there, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. true. Well, oh, I have something to say, but I'm not like Carlos goes. Well, before Carlos goes, just about the whole dog and, and thing, I, I don't mm-hmm. It's one of those Asian countries. There's an event where they Jesus. eat dogs, oh, right? I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember what, what it is. I like it, it, I think it just passed something like that. Well, they, they get strangers mm-hmm. or any kind of dog and they cook them up and they abuse them and all this stuff, right? And people were so mad mm-hmm. about it, right? So pissed off. But here, <laughs> people are dying. And listen, once again, I'm going to not even say race. People mm-hmm. are dying at the hands of people who are going to protect them, and they don't give a shit. Like, these dogs, you aren't going to go get a dog from China. Right. Let's be realistic. How many, how many people are going to go pick up a dog from China? Like, you're not affected by this. Come on, let's be real. Let's keep it 100 with each other. But in your own backyard, you you care less about that, that. That I don't know. That's like for me. That's that's like appalling. It's shocking. Well, I mean, it really is. And people like they passed the law where cops in a couple of states could kill dogs um, when they enter someone's house, mm-hmm. and people were infuriated about it. Which I agree. Like, if you gotta like again, this is what Carlos said about putting yourself in other people's shoes. Obviously, not everyone's gonna sit there and say I'm gonna put shoes, but. If you break it down and think about it, if I if I own a dog, they don't know when a cop is entering my property that they're a cop. Okay, so if my dog is protecting me uh-huh. and my property, and now they pass a law that I that they can shoot the dog, that's just crazy to me because we have animals and dogs as our pets, and they either some protect, some don't. It depends what kind of dog they are, how they're trained, whatever. But they're not looking and knowing what dog and an animal doesn't know the same as humans do. So, 
everyone was all upset and, you know, up in arms about cops being able to kill dogs, which I agree with, but I don't think that that's more important than, you know, a human's life again, like I said. So, it, it, I mean, it still sucks, like you said. Good point. Dogs, animals, people across the board shouldn't be abused. And that's but like those type of things, they should put that energy that they're upset about a cop killing their dog on their property, which shouldn't be right and it shouldn't be legal. They should put that same energy towards innocent person being killed on their property, such as um, Grant Taylor, I think is the name, and stuff like that. So all across the board, someone being abused, right. killed, and injustice, whatever, all the energy should be focused. That's all good, not agreed. Oh, Carlos, I'm sorry, Carlos. Yeah, right, we, got, I mean, we got all I'm sorry, Carlos. Carlos. You've been, you've been cut off all so night. Um, what I just wanted to highlight, and I always kind of say this, um, about what we talked about when it comes to dogs and uh, people, I always have a saying that when we treat dogs like humans, what's stopping us from treating humans like animals? You see what I'm saying? And Yeah. And... I'll give you one quick example. Uh, you can get more time for leaving a dog in a hot car that dies than leaving a baby in a car that dies. Just, just, just think on that. All right, the outrage, the I'm outrage crazy. for dog, and I've, I've seen nah, it. Been people who have that. done time for leaving their dog in a hot car. And people who have left the child in the hot car and they relatively skate scot free. So again, hmm. we're treating people, we're treating animals like humans. We're going to treat humans like animals. It's just the way it works. That's, that's about yeah, someone has to be the animal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> that's all the time we have for today. Jeez, that was intense. Let me stop. That was a good talk, guys. I appreciate everyone being on. And you all really do have uh, good points of view. And I'm glad that we could get on and have a serious conversation. And, you know, we started with the disagreement. And I think we all ended at a good place. Mm-hmm, Even if definitely. we still disagree, I feel like the conversation was true. Yeah, man, you're, doing, you're doing a good thing with these, honestly. And when we Brian need to brought this to my going. attention about what was going on, I'm like, dude, I'd love to hop on and whatever. Because these conversations, this is how it's going to happen. This is how it's going to change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, we just need these conversations. And I think it's just such an awesome thing you guys are doing. So definitely keep it up. We definitely will. And good, good job starting this up, Jamal, and hosting it tonight. And everyone Thanks. contributing to it. Thank you for listening to Social Justice, the new American Revolution. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the latest episode. And if you want to be heard, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com.